This is Robin Gunn coming in here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal. That's right. We've been around 29 years. We have 116 pages packed full of resources for the 50-plus, the adult children of the 50-plus, as well as family caregivers. We also love helping retirement communities get vetted services inside their communities. Uh, The Oklahoma Senior Journal um, definitely vets everyone that goes in between our pages. We have such a great, stellar reputation for helping people get aligned with businesses and services they can trust. So the Oklahoma Senior Journal wants to be able to let you pick up a copy. So if you'd like to do that, you just need to go to OK, spell out senior, spell out journal dot com. OKSeniorJournal.com. That way, if you go on to our little menu button there on the homepage, it will tell you exactly every single location you can pick up an Oklahoma Senior Journal. There are 650 of those, so there will definitely be one in your neighborhood if you live in the 405 area code. And then if you'd like to download the magazine, we've been digital for 16 years, and digitally you still go to OK seniorjournal.com there is a big green button there and it says current issue here and the magazine will open up to you every single page it turns the pages slowly quickly Uh, you can put in the search bar of certain things you want to look up in the magazine you can download anything print anything off of it so that's a great way to also go find your resources right there online at home or on your phone So I have my wonderful brain guys that I so fondly adore. Hi, guys. Hey, Robin. (laughs) So we've got one out there in the L.A. area. Uh, That would be Michael Patterson. And then we have another. Is it Portland, Oregon? I'm near Portland. Yep. Little town outside of Portland. Okay. So that is uh, Roger Anionson. So these two guys uh, joined forces how many years ago? Oh, we were kids way back in. I met Michael in 2006 yes. and it's been an adventure with him since. Nothing, nothing but children then, that's for sure. Um, so these two guys, um, this will be their 10th or 11th show on. I got to know them through an organization called Villages OKC, which is also in the Oklahoma Senior Journal magazine. You can read a fantastic, informative article on what Villages OKC is. It's on page 85. We've had them on regularly here. I've also served on the board and many uh, event committees with Villages OKC. Um, they're a plan and not a place. So if you want to learn about them, just go to villages with an S, OKC.org. Villages with an S, OKC.org. Or their phone number is 405 990 Six six three seven. That's nine nine zero six six three seven. You're going to hear a commercial during our first break that will also tell you about Villages OKC and the Brain Guys. They're talking about in that commercial about my brain on chocolate or um, my. What are some of the others that you do, guys? My brain uh, on. We do music, Michael. What are some of the others? Oh, sports, uh, Valentine's Day, love, chocolate. Nature, nature, hiking. There you, you go. Know, it's sort of, 
whatever people are interested in. <laughs> so we'll, you know, I mean, it all involves the brain. So yes, it's just a <laughs> exactly. It's very, very interesting. So um, which one of you did a TED Talk? I did a couple of TED Talks, and the one that I think is really relevant is the one that, that the OKC, the villages, when they have our brain health uh, sessions, they all refer back to the power of a smidgen, a little yes. tiny fir- a first step in the right direction. And that's the name of the TED Talk. I love it. That's Roger Anionson. So you can look him up on TED Talk. Both of these guys also have a podcast, and the way that you find out about their podcast is go to mindramp.org. All like it's one word, mindramp.org, M-I-N-D-R-A-M-P dot O-R-G. So, um, Michael, kind of what is your claim to fame? I know you worked with, uh, <laughs> I know you worked with AARP. Uh, what was your title there? Oh, I was in charge of this, running the uh, brain health program there, the Staying Sharp program. Yes. There. I built that up and put it together. Um, so, yeah, that tells you more than what my title is. <laughs> I've, and I've done a couple of Ralph talks. Um, nobody knows who Ralph That's is. Hilarious. He's a wonderful conversationist. And, <laughs> and you've talked to him a couple of times. That's yeah. great. Um, so, all right. Both of these guys are known affectionately as the brain guys. We're going to learn a lot here today. Let me tell you what this is entitled. What kind of people are more vulnerable to burnout? So um, I know that I went through some of that during COVID and uh, or during the actual quarantine of COVID. But we're going to get in to talk about really and truly what burnout means, why it affects certain people, maybe over others. Uh, But there is 10 questions here I'm going to ask Roger and Michael. So we'll be right back here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which all day long, guys, what does OSJ stand for? Oklahoma, Oklahoma Senior, Senior Journal. Journal. <laughs> Don't be so sure. Roger's kind of looking <laughs> around the room. Here on the Eagle, 1640 AM, KZLS. We'll be right back with much more show with the Brain Guys and what kind of people are most vulnerable to burnout. Hi, this is Jeff with Synergy Home Care. Are you seeing constant changes with your seniors from housework not getting done, medications not being taken, or even consistent falls with limited supervision? for your mom, dad, or even grandma, the effects of your aging loved ones can no longer be ignored. Don't worry. Synergy Home Care is definitely here to help. We offer services from hourly care to around-the-clock compassionate care. We can help with meal preparation, escort to appointments, medication, reminders, and much, much more. Call Synergy Home Care now at 405-254-3046 for a free in-home assessment. Our RN will customize a care plan specific for your loved one's care to give you the peace of mind that they are getting the care they need. Call Synergy Home Care today at 405-254-3046. Again, that's 405-254-3046. Synergy Home Care. Hey, this is James here at Centennial Home Mortgage, where we put you first. The small town service of a locally owned mortgage bank. You're a person, not just a number. Our staff has over 134 years of combined experience to overcome almost any challenge that you may have. It is that knowledge and personal service that it sets us apart from 90% of the mortgage lenders in this market. You are more than welcome to come by our office and sit down and discuss all your needs. At Centennial Home Mortgage, 
We build relationships one client at a time. We offer all types of mortgage loans from VA, FHA, USDA, the Native American HUD 184, conventional, and even reverse mortgages for seniors. Our rates are competitive, so if you're considering a new home or refinance into a forward or reverse mortgage, give me a call, James Watkins, for a free consultation at 405-370-2282. Area code 405-370-2282. And our website is Centennial, C-E-N-T-E-N-N-I-A-L-M-T-G.com. You can fill out an application at any time, day or night. We're an equal housing lender, MNLS, 113-5081. Hey, Dennis, with Smooth Finish Roofing and Construction. Tell me a little bit about your business. Well, Robin, first off, congratulations on 28 years with the Oklahoma Senior Journal. How many years have you been in business? 33 years. Right. Smooth Finish Roofing and Construction in 1987 is when I began, and I was a painter, and I became a painting contractor, and then I worked for insurance companies and did insurance restoration. And that's how we got into the roofing, which is storm damage restoration. You also do guttering, siding, and painting. Well, guttering, siding, windows, garage door, fence, everything that a storm would damage. And we're licensed with the city of Oklahoma City as a general contractor. A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. So tell me about what this giveaway is. The first 10 people who are homeowners and do not have a brand new roof, we're going to enter them into a drawing for $200 Visa gift card. Call Dennis at 405-923-5127. What's that number again, Dennis? 405-923-5127. We're licensed with the State of Oklahoma Construction Industries Board. Our license number is 8000242. Do you or a loved one live with macular degeneration or vision loss due to cataracts, glaucoma, or stroke? Has your doctor told you there's nothing else she can do for you to improve your eyesight? Well, New View Oklahoma is here to help. New View empowers individuals facing vision loss, maximizing their opportunities to live life without limits through all stages of life. When you visit our Center for Low Vision and Blindness, our low vision optometrist will give you a comprehensive exam, identify your specific needs, and create a custom plan to help you maximize your vision and live independently. And you can rest assured we are taking all necessary precautions to keep our patients and staff safe from COVID-19. Vision loss can be devastating, but it's not the end of the story. Let new you help you with your vision needs by calling us today at 855-811-9699 or visit us at newviewoklahoma.org. Most services are covered by Medicare and most third-party insurance. 855-811-9699 or visit us at newviewoklahoma.org. This is Robin Gunn coming back in here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal here on the Eagle, 1640 AM KZLS. You have caught us talking to a couple of brainiacs. That's right. These are my regular guests, Michael uh, Patterson and Roger Anionson. They are affectionately known as the Brain Guys. You can go find them at mindramp.org. Uh, so we talked about the fact that we're going to talk about uh, what kind of people are most vulnerable to burnout. So why are you guys concerned with burnout at this time? Yeah. Uh-uh. So that's Roger. Or there they were trying to do a uh, duet. Roger, you start. <laughs> okay. We were going to do it together, but Roger, why don't yeah, you right. start? <laughs> I, want, I want to sort of lay two things, one generally and one personally. Personally, I'm going to be explaining a little bit 
about my own burnout 20 years ago. Mm. And Michael and I will both talk about the need right now in pandemic era, this era. There may be more burnouts. And we're going to read later on about how many people could have gotten some help, mm-hmm. gotten some advice. And that's what we hope to do is to give some help to millions of people if they could all hear what burnout is, mm-hmm. what to watch out for, and most importantly, what do you do to nip it in the bud? There you go. All right, that was Roger. So, Michael, what you got? Well, these are, we've been through difficult times. You know, this, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think nobody would di- disagree that these, this past year and so on has been very difficult. People have been having to do their jobs in different ways. People have lost their jobs. They're mm-hmm. doing a lot more caregiving. Uh, first responders are having to put themselves in. So, um, all of this lays the groundwork for increased burnout. And Roger and I were talking to um, a woman who uh, worked for the senior living community, just asking her how she was doing. And she's saying, well, you know, we're, we're doing pretty well, but everybody's pretty stressed out because yeah. we're instead of doing the jobs that we're supposed to be doing, we're going around taking temperatures every day, you know, mm. and doing all of this stuff. And um, she said, you know, I, We feel like we're on the edge of burnout, and it just occurred to me at that point, I said, you know, Roger has been through this. He he would be a great person to talk to, you know, and do some coaching. There. Out of that, we thought, hey, you know, hey, we're perfectly positioned to actually help people with some of this. So why don't we uh, uh, kind of formalize it and get it out there and start talking to people about this process? That's right. You know, anything that you can get out and put on the table and discuss, that much better for all of us, including yourself. So, Roger, you experienced burnout yourself. Uh, What caused you to burn out? Well, I'll tell you, it's now almost a, a classic a story about someone who worked harder instead of smarter. Wow. Okay. And I, I was a private practice attorney. Hmm. I was approaching my 25th, 26th year of being a, a, an attorney who started as a public defender and then for years defended and represented family farmers who back in the early 70s and early 80s were trying to save their grandpa's farm that they were now farming because of what was called the farm crisis. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I didn't understand that sometimes you have to say no to someone who has a good cause and who is on the right side of things. But sometimes I felt like I had to become what was described one time later in my life as trying to be the Lone Ranger. Mm. And when someone feels that they have to do something to help another person as a caregiver would, Mm-hmm. Or as someone in this pandemic era, as Michael pointed out, when we talk to people who aren't doing the job they were trained and hired for, but are just trying to stay afloat during the pandemic era, they are really on the edge of needing to know what burnout is, what you can do about it, and what can happen if you ignore it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael has a wonderful article coming out this spring uh, in a Seattle magazine. We found that this isn't something we can do to try to educate as many people as possible, that it can happen. And it happened to me. And the symptoms were unknown at that time. Mm-hmm. There was no specific designation of what the lead up symptoms are. And more importantly, what happens if you don't 
take it seriously. And the outcomes really are a physical deterioration combined with an emotional deterioration and finally a mental deterioration. Mm -hmm. So you're not making good judgments. And that Robin, that's a triangulation of disaster. Yes. It's three train wrecks happening. Yes. But it's not like a lake that you can take time to simply relax for a while. It's a river. Mm-hmm. And to you, the one who has burnout, the river seems like it's not just wide, but you can't swim to the edge because it's happening day mm-hmm. after week after month. Wow. Wow. You, you described were- it amazingly. <laughs> You were a sole practitioner, which I think made it made it harder mm. as well. You were the only person in the in the uh, office, and that's that's you know almost equivalent to a caregiver who feels like they're the only person who's actually yeah. there, having you know taking care of their spouse or taking care of a you know a loved one who's injured. And that's exactly very right, Michael. True. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Uh, and, and taking that about... from experience, if someone is a caregiver and feels alone. I'd say that's one red flag mm-hmm. that they need to take seriously as to that could put them in a chamber in which they only hear their own voice saying, I can do this, I can do this, as they slowly, <laughs> gradually sink. Yes. Oh, my word. So true. Um, did you want to say something, Michael? Well, I was just going to say, Roger and I have had this conversation a lot. So mm. one of the things that you said, Roger, which I think is important, is that um, people actually did reach out to you to help you. Mm. And you didn't let them help you. You, exactly. you, were, you were so convinced that you could do it. You could make it work that you convinced them that you could do, wow. it, even though they saw that you were struggling and they yeah. saw that you were in trouble. Exactly. These were professionals who mm. I had dealt with in the courtroom. They knew who I was and how much I cared to do about doing things, but they saw things that I couldn't see. And I had two meetings with people and looking back, they were telling me I had burnout, Mm -hmm. but burnout wasn't really recognized until the 2000s as being something that really can be prevented. And today is not 20 or 30 years ago. Today, there's no reason why people can't stop that slide toward burnout by knowing the facts and the facts are, uh, they're scary, but this is a slow creep that can Mm. be cut off early. Good, Roger. Well, that's bringing me to my next question. How did you recover from this burnout? Oh, wow. <laughs> I I have to tell you, it was a lot of um, situations that happened quite suddenly uh, when I was trying to find a new passion. I lost my passion for law. Mm. I knew I never would be a lawyer again, did not want to be, but I couldn't find something. Um, I didn't see anything in my windshield. And then I saw a job that my wife said is a van driver in an assisted living community, and there's lots of nanas there. And I lost my only grandparent, my nana, in her 90s a few years earlier. I took the job, was elevated, was promoted to activity director because somebody walked out the door on a Friday, and I was hired that afternoon when I said yes. And then the next Monday, I was trained by a corporate trainer who came down and said, you're a good van driver for a couple of weeks. Everybody seems to like you. You're already an employee. Don't forget the three B's, Bibles, birthdays, and bingo. And 
my in that order. Was, yeah, my my thought was if as long as I follow the calendar and do those, I can do anything I want. So that I treated them all Robin like my grandma, like uh, Nana, and that's what became my passion. Okay, I love it. So you went from a corporate attorney to driving a van for a retirement community. I put it this way also. I went from 215 hour plus expenses to 715 hour and no benefits. <laughs> but you were happy. That's it. <laughs> Once you find that you're making a difference in one person, four people, and wow. you can do that day after day, that, Robin, is the power of a smidgen. That's so true. And then they already made you re- the... Uh- What'd you say, activities director? Activities director. That's okay. Correct. And Roger, you have something. We only have a minute though. So when we come back, Roger, I'm going to throw the mic to you. Okay. So let's don't forget we're talking about okay. how Roger brought himself out of the burnout and Michael's going to give us his tidbit of wisdom. When we come back here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ radio hour, which, hey guys, what does OSJ stand for? Oklahoma, Oklahoma Senior, Senior Journal. <laughs> here on when the, are you going to learn this? Man, I know. I have to keep <laughs> asking my cheat sheets over yeah. here on Zoom. Okay. Here we go. This is me, Robin Gunn. We're going to, uh, head out here 1640 a.m. KZLS. We'll be right back. Yeah! All right, we're heading right back in here. So uh, Roger was telling us how he did recover from his burnout, which is a, literally an amazing story to me. And then Michael wanted to add to that. Well, I was just going to add, I mean, the rest of the story is that Roger uh started playing with these uh, with the people in the assisted living thing and what they were doing was so boring that roger was bored he said mm. his nana would never do that so he started trying to do things that would get them cognitively stimulated mm. and he got interested in what was actually going on in the brain that led him to study brain stuff he developed this whole program called memorobics i found out about that when i was working at aarp i said this is brilliant you need to come and work with me you know so it it led to by following your passion he actually did you know uh develop this whole long process that got him out from being a lawyer now he's a, a brain health guy. There you go. And in between, he made some uh, amazing relationships at this retirement community. I did see their Brain on Love uh, live. They came here to uh, Concordia and did a seminar there. And we got to see some video of some of the residents that mm. he brought literally somebody that really didn't speak much anymore at all and was able to figure out through family and friends what maybe his passion was when he was um, a younger man and some of these things you would implement into these people's lives and literally see a turnaround, literally see improvement, and literally uh, watch the cognitive wheels start turning again and bringing them back to life, right, which is right. phenomenal. Thank uh, you, Robin. That's yes. a nice way to summarize it. You bring them back to life. Mm. And a caregiver does that at times, but when when a caregiver, and we'll hit hard on caregivers here because that's really a lot of people's concerns now is that everyone either is a caregiver, will become a caregiver, or will become someone who's cared for, called a caretaker. But those partnerships are a team, and the team needs to work together to be educated on what burnout really is. 
because there's a role that the caretaker in this duo can play, and that is to understand that caregiving is one of the most risky burnout professions or semi-pros, we'll call them, people that every day take the time to care for their loved one. That's exactly There's a positive right. attitude and a negative attitude, and we try to hit on the assets of being together. But if you don't have those islands of tranquility, maybe one hour a day, four hours a day, so much time off, that's when burnout has a recharging island that someone can go to, but it can't be something that is not planned out. So we urge people to plan out the day, the week, the month to create those islands that can be a place where the caregiver can not only feel better, but they're physically, emotionally, and mentally better. And that once that pattern happens, it interrupts the chronicness of burnout. There you go. There's 250,000 family caregivers just in the state of Oklahoma. That's just this state. So uh, they have to have respite care. They have to have others that they can rely on and support them. If, if they don't, they do become burnout. And I've had many statistics told to me on this radio show and seminars that the caregiver will pass away before who, who they're caring for because of this burnout. That's exactly right. There you go. So do you want to add something to that, Michael? Well, it, it not only take, I mean, there's not only a personal responsibility of caregivers needing to know to take care of themselves, but as a society, we need to recognize that this is taking place and support uh, caregivers, not just say, oh, well, of course, the woman in the family is going to take care and she's not going to get paid and we're not going to support her or anything. You know, society has to figure this out because mm-hmm. it's it, it happens all the time and it's an incredibly important role as more of us get older and older. More of us are going to need caregivers, so society has to figure out how to su- how to support caregivers. Much yes, better. and how to help sustain them. Yes. So, what kind of people do you feel like are the most vulnerable in burnout? Well, like Roger was saying earlier, um, people who are in care professions are are tend to be the most vulnerable uh, because they have a passion about what they're doing and they are wanting to do stuff for other people. They feel responsible responsible for other people's well-being. Um, other, a lot of burnout happens in the work context, although I hope we've made it clear that um, even if you're not getting paid, if you're in a caregiver situation or if you're a mother taking care of kids, you know, homeschooling kids now, uh, that's a situation where you're caring very much for another person. If you feel like you have little autonomy or little control over what's going on in your job and in your life, that tends to increase the feeling of burnout. Mm-hmm. If you're not recognized if you don't feel rewarded and thanked mm-hmm. or if you don't feel like you're doing any good you know it, it starts sapping the whole meaning out of out of what you're doing and and that leads to there's a woman named Christina Maslach, I think that's the way you pronounce it, who she's invented this Maslach burnout inventory. And essentially, she has three major things that she looks for. Exhaustion, and that's physical and then psychological exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Uh, cynicism is the second one, interestingly enough, and that's kind of like a whole 
pessimistic feeling of nothing's working and people don't like me and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have any value. And then inefficacy, sort of as Roger, well, I'm not sure whether he was saying this, but one of the things that happened uh, with Roger was he stopped being good at what he was doing because he had so much going on Mm -hmm. that he couldn't really, you know, help. So you start losing your ability to do your job well, and that it becomes this vicious cycle. Right. So right on. So, so type A people, you know, people who are driven, people who really want to help each other uh, tend to be the most vulnerable on this. Mm-hmm. Also, people in that caregiving position can feel unrewarded and can start to even control and manipulate situations that they normally wouldn't, which mm. isn't healthy in the situation, not only for them, but the person they're caregiving for or the other people they're trying to control to help them get help. Right. And Yeah. So it's uh, it just starts becoming kind of a tornado effect that, that just affects everyone. Yeah. Depression is one, yes. you know, sort of normal. Uh, people get depressed and therefore start doing things. Or I, I, I may have mentioned this. I'm working on a book that I'm calling "Mind Over Muddle." Huh. It's it's how do we use our own mind to unmuddle yes, ourselves? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, and certainly burnout is is one of those things that muddles your mind. You just stop thinking straight. So true. You're depressed, you're mm-hmm. overwhelmed, you're, you're not eating properly. You're probably not you're, sleeping very well. You're yeah. not sleeping, you're, you're chronically stressed out. All of these things can affect you and make your mind muddled. Uh, so you start making bad decisions, like you were mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, exactly. So how does burnout affect people's lives? Well, like we say, it affects, it, it echoes out and ripples out into all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, chronic stress is one of the main things that happens. So, uh, like Roger was indicating, it will definitely uh, uh, cause physical harm yes body you can get sicker chronic inflammation you're Mm -hmm. constantly in this fight or flight mode because you know the world is coming at you and you just can't handle it it's too much it's overwhelming um like we said depression um this muddled mind uh, and it affects not only you because you suffer but as you were indicating robin Mm -hmm. it affects your relationships with other people yes very Many nice. times you start withdrawing mm-hmm. away from people. I'm sorry, Roger, did I interrupt you? Yeah, Roger. No, I want to add one thing, and that's that the word exhaustion mm. on the physical, emotional, and mental, all three separate types of exhaustion hit at one time. And especially that mental, because then you're not able to control the emotions and you're not going to take care of the physical. Right. And it is from someone who's been there exhausting. Yes, it so is. And it's like you're chasing your tail the whole time. Yeah. Okay, we have to take another break, guys. So I will be right back here uh, on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which, hey, Raj, what does that stand for? OSJ stands for obviously <laughs> sensational journal. <laughs> Obviously sensational journal. All right, I'm looking into a name change now. Here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, it happens to be on the Eagle, 1640 AM, KZLS. What's the name of that magazine again? 
Oklahoma Senior <laughs> Journal. And what's the new name for it? Oh, obviously sensational journalism. <laughs> there you go. We will be right back on this fantastic show with Roger and Michael. The Brain Guys. As the premier provider of in-home senior care, our mission is to ensure a better quality of life for our clients and their families by providing dependable and affordable care. You want the very best to help your loved ones, someone you can trust. At Senior Helpers, our caregivers are not just certified in Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's care, but they can also help with light therapeutic exercise, home safety and fall prevention, transportation assistance, medication management, and even the simple things like fresh meal prep and personal care and companionship. Of course, each has also passed a thorough background check. That is, Senior Care, only better. Senior Helpers is not just one of the best-known in-home care providers. We are also an industry leader in the field of Alzheimer's and dementia care. Give Lori or Tamara a call at Senior Helpers right here in Oklahoma City at 405-608-4339. Have you thought about selling your business but you're not sure because of this COVID issue? Or maybe you're concerned about the impact taxes might have, or maybe you just don't know how to start. Hello, my name is Larry Hughes, and I'm the president and founder of the Hughes Group and Associates, a local business brokerage firm working in throughout the state of Oklahoma, helping people sell businesses. Since our founding in March of 1982, we've successfully sold nearly 700 businesses during that time. So if you would like to have a conversation about potentially selling your business, call me directly at 405-478-3800. That's 405-478-3800. You can Google us. Our website is thehughes-group.com. That's thehughes-group.com. That's Hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S, thehughes-group.com. Call me directly at 405-478-3800. Thank you so much. Are you a business owner or a dispensary owner? Think of a digital billboard that you see on the side of the road. Except now the entire internet is your billboard. You listen to music online. Your business is there. You look up a recipe online. Your business is there. You look up game scores. Your business is there. Your business will be right where your customers are every day, no matter where they are. Why hope that someone not only finds your ad, but actually remembers it and searches for you when you could have them instead click a button and get turn-by-turn directions to your business immediately. Advertise on phones, tablets, computers, desktops, games, smart TVs, voice search, and more. Reach every internet-enabled device. For more information, go to partnershipwebapps.com or give us a call at 1-800-687-8589. Advertise your business across premium websites such as Forbes, Vogue, UFC, ESPN, Toyota, Spotify, Bass Pro, and more. DispensaryAdsUSA.com 1-800-687-8589 DispensaryAdsUSA Call 1-800-687-8589 this is Dr. C.V. Ramana of Nadi Healthcare in Oklahoma City. I'd like to talk to you about some symptoms that you may have for peripheral arterial disease. Do you have cramping or pain in your legs? Do you have trouble walking for long distances? Do your feet stay pale, cold, or discolored? Have you noticed hair loss in your legs? Do you have sores or wounds in your lower legs or feet that have been slow to heal? Have you noticed any fungal infections in your toenails? Do you have any of these important risk factors? Diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, obesity. Do you smoke? Have you noticed neuropathy? 
neuropathy in your feet? Do you have trouble with balance in your feet? These are all significant risk factors for peripheral arterial disease, a medical problem that can be treated very well by tremendous advances in medical technology over the past 20 to 30 years. If you have any of these symptoms, I would be happy to see you at my clinic, 1 Northwest 64th Street in Oklahoma City. Our website is naadiokc.com. Facebook at Ask Nadi Health. Phone number is 405-608-8884. Evaluate you and we'd be happy to reach out to your primary care provider as well. 405-608-8884. NadiOKC.com. Facebook, Ask Nadi Health. Dr. C.V. Ramana. Nadi Healthcare in Oklahoma City. 405-608-8884. Hi, I'm Jennifer Ashley. I am a director of business development for Village on the Park in South Oklahoma City. And I'm here with Karen, who is our executive director and has been with Village on the Park for nine years. And Karen, tell everybody how they can contact us and how they can know more about Village on the Park. Village on the Park is in South Oklahoma City at 104th and South Penn. You can reach us at 405-692-8700. And you can always Google us at Village on the Park, Oklahoma City. And you can find out all the information about independent living, assisted living, memory care, and see how we can help you and your family and your loved ones live their best life. And this is Beverly, one of our residents that has been there for a long time, and she wants to leave you with a final thought. It's a good place to come, and you make many new friends. And you know that Jesus is important to almost everybody that's there, especially to the staff. 405-692-8700. Or our website, please Google Village on the Park, Oklahoma City. We are there 24 hours a day to help you anytime. Village on the Park in South Oklahoma City. Admitted that you never thought you would have a day that you could walk or even get out of bed without experiencing pain or discomfort. Well, it is time to change that. Please come see an educated, well-knowledgeable pain management doctor with over 30 years of experience. My name is Dr. John Nelson with Advanced Pain Management of Oklahoma. If you are experiencing any type of pain, I'm here to help you. I treat all types of pain, including head, back, neck, shoulder, knee pain. My practice can change your life. My practice is located at 3727 Northwest 63rd Street here in Oklahoma City. My office number is 405-702-8623. Our website is staypainfreeok.com and our fax number, which your primary care physician would probably need, is 608-8800. Please feel free to call or talk to one of my experienced, courteous front staff office members. Hopefully it is a time to experience a life worth living. Dr. John Nelson, 405-702-8623. Staypainfreeok.com. Well, this is Robin Gunn coming back in here talking about a subject that I have actually experienced even recently and in the past, and it's all about burnout. It's a real thing. Sometimes people are like, burnout? Can't you just get over that? Uh, No. It's something you have to work through and apply a lot of different principles and actions and even professionals and people that you can trust and help you uh, mentorships or maybe people that have been there and done that. So this is not something you need to take on yourself because what got you in the situation to begin with is you were trying to do it all yourself. So Roger, I like your paneling in your, is that your study? Actually, it's our living room. That's oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. And it's not like the old-fashioned 70s paneling. That's something cool you got there. <laughs> we had some of that old-fashioned 
70s family. So, Michael Patterson, I want to ask you, we have definitely discussed if Roger went through burnout, and we have heard that in detail, and what he did to um, make a move to get away from burnout and then actually be able to recognize it now. Uh, So, Michael, have you ever experienced burnout? No, and I think in a sense, we all experience burnout every day um, Mm -hmm. because your brain gets tired, you know, when you're working on something. That's why we talk about taking brain breaks. Mm -hmm. You have to just step away from what you're doing. And and you'll notice if if you're intensely working, unless you get into this wonderful flow where it all works properly, you know, as you get through later and later in the day, you, your brain just gets more tired and tired. And mm-hmm. advice is always to do hard work first <laughs> because right. your your brain is going to be tired. So, you know, in a sense, I think we experience that type of burnout every day. And it's a way that we can recognize the those symptoms. I did have an experience where I was working for PBS. They were downsizing and they, I lost my job Hmm. and I thought, well, okay, I got a nice severance package. I'll be okay. But as time wore on, it was almost a year before I found another job. And midway through that, I think I really became clinically depressed. Wow. You know, where um, and I think it was burnout in trying to find a job and not being able to find a job. And one of the things that happens is you start questioning yourself. Go, what can I really do? I'm no good at anything, really. You know, who's going to want to hire me? Uh, This is pointless. And. I actually had to um, go on Prozac for a while to wow. sort of get, get that chemical, you know, shift mm-hmm. that got me out of it. And, yes. And then eventually I got hired by AARP and mm-hmm. was able to run, you know, so it all worked out. But uh, that's as close as I've come to feeling like you're getting sucked into this vortex right. that you can't get out of. Yes. Uh, So what would you suggest? What would you, uh, what are some of the things that people can, you know, intentionally be aware of to prevent burnout? Uh, I I thought you said it very well when you said, I think people go through burnout every day because your Mm -hmm. brain does get tired. And so there are ways you can implement. um, I know, I uh, have recently gone through something where I feel I have felt a loss and it it wasn't through a death, but there was a loss there mm-hmm. and being able to um, try to, let's see, process it the right way and right. be able to um, go to the right people that I feel like that would have maybe a little bit more experience, uh, life experience and maybe some um, answers, uh, and some of the things I can do. And I'm not opposed to meds. And I think meds mm-hmm. are something that are great in a temporary form to kind of pull you out of that hole. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think you don't want to get to where you're relying them <laughs> on them all the time, but if right. you need that little jolt. Exactly. And you know what you were saying, I hadn't thought of this before, but you went through a major transition. And that's another thing that we do would work with in our coaching is major transitions that people go through. There are stages that you can identify. And if you know that, you know, grief is one of the first stages when mm-hmm. you go through through you, you've lost something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just knowing that that's normal, that's OK. You have right. to do that. You have to grieve through it. And then you're going to go through a period where you feel lost. Mm-hmm. You know, and totally disoriented. Yes, very true. Perfectly normal, perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. You know? But it helps, like you say, if you have somebody 
to work you through that. Yeah, the white knuckling it doing by yourself is torturous. Yeah, we've got this whole you know <laughs> deal in America where we think we're these rugged individualists, and mm-hmm. that's so, <laughs> we we can't do remarkable things by ourselves. But we need help. We are social beings. And mm. so, going back to your initial question, I mean, there are basic things that we need to do, and that like. Our cogwheels, we talk about, you have to have physical, keep physically healthy. You Mm -hmm. have to be mentally stimulated. You have to try and manage your stress, uh, be socially engaged, take care of, you you know, take care of all the basic things. Because when you're a caregiver, you tend to forget about those. You're so involved in taking care of the other person, you stop taking care of yourself. Yourself, yeah. Um, Yeah. but more specifically, identify, you know, if we know the signs of burnout, recognize when it's happening and begin to make a plan. You can analyze the causes or right, what actually is causing me this burnout. What are my options? What can I do to, to sort of ease up a little bit? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask for help? And, you know, the two important points on all these is, A, have a plan. And it's so much easier if you have somebody helping you work through that plan. Oh, yes. You know, that's what why I, I find coaching is such a wonderful help is because oftentimes you have a, a, your closest friend, your family members. There are things that you just don't want to share with them mm-hmm. because it'll it, it, it triggers things in past relationships that are going to be difficult. A coach doesn't have any of that baggage. Right. You know, the coach is coming with a clean slate. It's like, tell me what you need. We'll work mm-hmm. on it together, you know, so it provides that kind of uh, easy. Right. We just have we just have a minute left here. What uh, can be done to recover from burnout? Can you give us that in a pretty 30 second synopsis? Uh one of the things, sort of taking Roger's idea, oftentimes you just have to leave the job that you're in. Mm. You know, if the job is so stressful and you, uh, you know, that's a radical kind of uh, yeah. thing to do, uh, and it's not always possible. But again, going through this process, taking care of yourself, recognizing the signs. Um, generally, if you are already into that, you know, where you're, you're really burned out, need to step away you need to rest right uh, you need to take a break you need to go to your boss your supervisor and say look this is not working for either of us you have to give me a break somehow and and yes but use your voice amen there you use go use your voice Speak up. all right thank you so much michael we will be right back here this uh is the rise and thrive osj radio hour which you get to say this time roger nope that's michael <laughs> I have to come up with something clever like the no no I can't nah. Oklahoma oh, Senior yeah. Journal. Love here, it. Right? Thank you, Michael, here on the Eagle, sixteen forty AM, KZLS. Shortest break. Hey, here we are coming back in. I told you that was our shortest break. So I hope you have your pens and paper with you. I do want you to be able to see what all these guys have to offer by going to their website, which is mindramp.org, M-I-N-D-R-A-M-P.org. Also, you can learn about their podcast there and how you can plug in with them. So Roger and Michael, what are kind of, I want to say, tie this up with a neat little bow and you want people to take away 
away with them on the burnout or being most vulnerable to burnout? Bob, and let me start. When we're asked in our burnout talks, what type of people are more susceptible or most susceptible? I think generally it's people who care Mm. and people who care for someone else, whether it's they care professionally to do their job well for another person. At times it sneaks up on you. And when it sneaks up on you and you don't do something about it, that's when it becomes a point that you're unable to provide the good care that you're trying to provide, and especially for caregivers. If a caregiver isn't careful, mm. that burnout will be recognized too late. And the harm isn't just to that person. The science shows it's to the person who's receiving care. And it's not like that person's not willing to care. They are physically, emotionally, and from their heart, they can't do the work until they get help, until they ask for help. And now that we know what those symptoms are and they can be nipped in the bud, that's what we're saying. Everybody is susceptible and you have to start early by recognizing the symptoms. Exactly. No person is an island or no person is a self-made person. Also, you've heard that common. It's, I'm a self-made person. Well, no, you weren't. You had help all along the way. Just to follow up on Marjorie's saying, it's important. A, it sneaks up on you. Burnout sneaks up on you. So, you know, before you know it, so you need to recognize the signs, but also then like you're, both of you are saying, reach out for help mm-hmm. because you need to talk to people you trust. Or if it's difficult talking to people who are close to you, that's what coaches are for. That's what counselors are for. Mm-hmm. You know, Roger's been through burnout, as you heard, so he's got real sympathy for what's going on. But also, again, to reiterate Roger's point, it is mostly caregivers or care partners. Mm-hmm. And it's like like they say in the, um, in the airplane, when if we lose oxygen, you cover your mask before mm. covering your kids' face. It's the same deal. You have to protect yourself. If you don't do that, you're not going to be able to care for your loved one. That's right. You couldn't have said it better, and you did. MindRamp, M-I-N-D-R-A-M-P dot org. That's how you can get a hold of these guys. You can email them from there. Also, if you have any questions, highly recommend you going to that site. The Brain Guys do tons of research that you and I don't have time for, but that's what they do. Thank you so much for both being on today. Thank Thank you you for having us. Absolutely. Roger Anjanson and Michael Patterson of The Brain Guys, M-I-N-D-R-A-M-P dot org here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour. And if you know someone that should have heard the show but didn't, it'll be on next week at 10.05 on the OSJ Special Encore Show. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Robin Gunn out of here bringing you the best magazine in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Senior Journal.